Hey y'all, I'm Melanie Red, and I want to welcome you to Ordinary Women, Extraordinary God. We are part of the Love We're Finding Network, and we are here to encourage you to laugh without fear of the future. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. We are honored and blessed to have you here with us. And today I have a review to share from Mama So Too. That's how I know to pronounce it. So here we go. This is what she says. Melanie is such a sweet and caring woman of God. She has an encouraging spirit and a heart for leading other women to Jesus. The podcasts are relevant, short, and to the point, always leaving me wanting to dig more into the scriptures presented that day. I enjoy this virtual women's ministry and look forward to the message each week. Thank you so much for your kind review, and we appreciate you taking the time to share these positive comments. And listen, if you will leave a review, I would be happy to share it on a future podcast. So let's get started today. I have a question for you. Are you a movie person? If you are, what kind of movies do you like? Are you into romantic comedies or action or adventure or thrillers or maybe sci-fi? I have to confess that it turns out that I'm one of those women who loves to watch those sweet, sappy, happy movies. Maybe that doesn't surprise you, but my family hates it. I like those happy endings. And recently, everyone was away from the home except me and the dog, and I found myself able to watch what I wanted to watch. And so I turned on one of those family-friendly shows that was a murder mystery. In this particular movie, the star of the show was trying to figure out who committed a murder in a small town. In the movie, she narrows it down to one very wealthy, very arrogant lady. She goes to the wealthy woman's house to confront her, and the wealthy woman begins to brag and brag and brag. This wealthy woman says the Bentley and the Rolls are in the shop, and that's why they're not in the garage right now. And then she said there's only one servant in the house today because the rest of the staff has the day off. And then she goes on and on about her beautiful home and her gardens and her wealth. She even boasts about the expensive china that they're drinking their tea from. She boasts and boast and boast. But the funny thing was, it turns out in the movie, she's actually broke. She's lost all of her money. And this is just false bravado for the sake of the girl who's solving the murder mystery. But it's a happy movie. So they arrest this wealthy woman without incident. No one's hurt and the case is solved. The movie concludes and it's kind of the end. (laughs) But I thought after it was over, I thought about all that bragging and boasting that the wealthy woman was doing. You know, it's so easy sometimes to get in the habit of boasting a little or bragging a bit. I think all of us are tempted at times to brag or boast. However, as we look at our scripture today, in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4, we read, love does not boast. We've been talking about what love is and what does and what it doesn't do. And today, our little phrase is love does not brag or boast. The New King James puts it this way, love does not parade itself. In the Good Word translation, we read, love does not sing its own praises. So what is boasting? The dictionary says that to boast is to talk with excessive pride and self-satisfaction about one's achievements, possessions, or abilities. To boast is to brag, to crow, to gush, to show off, or to glorify ourselves. We boast because it makes us feel a little bit better about ourselves, or we're trying to cover up for what we don't feel very good about. But you know, I found something. The only one that really enjoys the boasting is the person that's doing it. Have you noticed that? When you look up the Bible word for boasting, it basically means to speak in a way to puff oneself up or to brag. Another of the meanings I found for boasting in the Bible is to praise ourselves, to chant 
loud praises of ourselves. This is just icky to me when I hear it that way because I don't want to chant loud praises of myself. I want to chant loud praises of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I want to heap loud praises on other people. But I don't want to be a person who's praising myself all the time. Do you? Why are we told then that love does not boast? It's like this. When we boast, we in essence are putting ourselves up while putting someone else down. We lift ourselves up and push those listening down. We fill our balloon with lots of air while deflating the balloons of others. In essence, when we brag, we're saying, I'm better. I did more. I have more. Look at me. This is just not loving. Instead, it's deflating, demeaning, demoralizing, and can be very hurtful. Today, I want to share a story with you and then give you some ways we can protect ourselves from becoming braggarts and boasters. So here's the story. A while ago, a sister invited me to have lunch with her. We didn't know each other very well, but we had some things in common, and we could talk about things pleasantly with each other. However, on this particular day, I came to lunch with a heavy heart over something that I was personally struggling with. This other lady had no idea what I was going through. And because we weren't very well acquainted, she probably couldn't pick up on any of my nonverbal cues or the expressions on my face. During the course of our lunch together, she began to brag. She talked at great length about how incredible certain things were in her life. She went on and on and on, having no idea that the very thing she was bragging about was killing me. And just to be clear, she wasn't just celebrating. She was exuberantly singing her own praises. For you see, on that day, I was really struggling in an area where she was having great success. Our conversation did not lift me up. It did not encourage me. In fact, it left me feeling deflated and defeated and discouraged. That unpleasant experience stuck with me for several days. And I thought about why, and here's why. Real love does not boast, because boasting is selfish and inconsiderate and insensitive. Now listen, that sweet sister had no idea that she was being all of those things. She was just excited about sharing all that was going on in her life, but she was careless. And as I drove home, the Lord reminded me that's why we don't boast. It's not that we can't celebrate and be excited about good things in our lives, but we have to be so careful of what we speak, how we speak it, and when we speak it. And y'all, I'm sure that I have unknowingly done the very same thing to other people before. I'm sure you probably have too. I'm not dogging on this lady or trying to make you feel sorry for me, but I know that I personally felt what it was like to be on the receiving end of boasting, and it hurt my heart, and I don't want to do that to other people. I bet you don't either. So how can we put a few measures in place that will keep us from boasting? I want to give you three suggestions on how our love can keep from bragging. And they're simple, but these three things help me and have helped me since that day at lunch. First, we have to recognize the need to praise and worship God. Here's the point. If God is in his proper place, we don't feel the need to boast. When I spend time every morning lifting up the name of Jesus, I don't need to lift up anybody else's name, especially my own. Matthew 6.33 says this, Seek first the kingdom of God, and then all these things will be added to you. You see, you and I do not have to promote ourselves. Instead, when we promote Jesus, He is able to be our promoter. You and I don't have to push our way to the top or demand that people honor us or force people into giving us respect. Instead, we honor the King of kings and Lord of lords, and he takes care of the rest. 
1 Corinthians 1.31 says, Therefore, as the scriptures say, if you want to boast, boast only about the Lord. So the first thing we do to keep from boasting is we recognize the need to praise and worship God. We lift him up, and that takes care of everything else. Then there's a second thing we can do to just be a little more aware and a little more sensitive about boasting. Ask God to show us when and how we boast. We can invite God to open our eyes and our ears to see and hear ourselves doing the very thing we don't want to do. You might try a prayer something like this. Lord, when I'm going off into the area of not just sharing, but actually sort of bragging and parading and flaunting, would you help me to wake up to that? Tap me on the shoulder so I'll stop. Poke me in the ribs and I'll stop. The Holy Spirit is well able to redirect us. I pray that you and I will ask God to make us more aware I want to be aware of when I'm boasting, and so I can ask God to show me when and how I boast. Now, there's a third way to protect ourselves from bragging, and it's this. Brag on somebody else. It's really hard to brag about ourselves and other people at the same time. I've found that when I'm promoting someone else, it protects me from promoting myself. When I'm praising someone else, I'm less tempted to praise myself. Of course, you and I can share our joys and answer to prayer and hopes and exciting news. We can tell people that love us how excited we are about the things that God is doing in our lives. But also, we need to intentionally seek to lift other people up. When we do this, we are lifted up as well. Philippians 2, verses 3 through 5 says this, Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. Thinking of others is better than yourselves. Don't Look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others, too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. So why live like this? It's possible that on a day when you're experiencing your greatest moments and sweetest victories, someone close to you is going through their darkest valley. Pastor Adrian Rogers put it this way, A person who has compassion sees people through the eyes of Christ. Compassion means seeing the suffering with feeling. The problem is, with so many of us, we just don't see. We don't look. We're so busy. We pay no attention to hurting people who are all around us. The Lord Jesus shows us unconditional love. He is the one who comes to us right where we are. He's the one who's moved with compassion. He tends our wounds and takes us where we need to go. That's what we need to practice. That's what it's all about, loving others and acting like Jesus. As we think about this week, why not try to act more like Jesus? Let's not act like the lady who was boasting in the Hallmark movie. Let's not act like the lady I had lunch with who was boasting without realizing how it was hurting my heart. Instead, let's first recognize the need to praise and worship God. Second, ask God to show us when and how we boast. And third, to protect ourselves from bragging, why not brag on someone else? I'm not saying any of this is easy. But God can teach us how to love without boasting and relate without bragging. Our model is Jesus. And God is in the business every single day of making us more and more like him. Could I ask one quick favor before we go? Will you go over and check out our new YouTube channel? Ordinary Women, Extraordinary God has added a lot of video content just for you. We have interviews and devotions and videos and great conversations. I'll add the link in the show notes and I hope to see you over there. Also, just a reminder, our friends at Love We're Finding make this podcast possible. Love We're Finding is supported by generous gifts from people who are blessed by our ministry. And if you'd like to help this ministry to grow and flourish, we'd like to invite you to get more involved. 
To discover more and join us in taking this ministry all over the world, I'll add a link for you. Just click to learn more. And listen, thank you in advance for joining us. As we go today, remember this. We are ordinary women, but we are pursuing an extraordinary God. And He is crazy about you.